Welcome to the My St Albans podcast. Local people talking about the local area and their lives. For licensing and copyright reasons, we're unable to include the music originally broadcast with this episode. Here's Matthew Big. And good evening and welcome to My St Albans. This is show 25. And tonight's guest is the very lovely Phil Corrigan from the Mortins Shopping Centre. Um, Phil, good evening. How are you doing? Yeah, good evening. Hi, very well, thanks. Good to talk to you. Yeah, really good to see you. Really good. Um, welcome tonight. Um, for, for our listeners at home, um, just, to, just to let them know, we are recording this at the very start of May 2021. Um, we are... We're almost out of lockdown, it feels. Phil, how are you finding it out there? Uh, since the end of last lockdown on April 12th, it's, business is down on last year slightly, but it's pretty steady. It's not, too, it's not been too manic, thankfully. Um, it's, it's been manageable. We're running about 85% of what we were in 2019, so it's, it's encouraging. And I think as people get more confidence, okay. it's going to just expand and carry on. Yeah, we're getting there. And... Do you feel the, the the shopping centre is getting a little bit more kind of confident with people coming back in? We're seeing that, yeah. We're seeing that with people. Um, I think there's more and more people get their vaccinations. I had my second jab this morning, so um, yeah, I think that confidence is returning. Excellent. Yeah, excellent. I think it's good to see. It's really nice to see people out and about. I think people, it seems that, locally anyway that people seem to be pretty safe and adhering to the rules um is there a lot of restrictions inside mortins no old shops have been you know, fairly fairly strict on their numbers and their hand sanitizing um, they're queuing if, if necessary if they have to um i checked the figures yesterday i think there are only 10 cases at the moment in st albans after the end of last week so you know for the population of 150,000, that's really low Just hope it stays that way yeah, yeah. Let's hope it stays that way. It's um, it's a good thing. I think it's uh, we seem to be yeah. As I said, we're in May. We seem to be getting there, um, and hopefully a, a a good summer, a good summer. So, um, well, Phil, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, um, it's a really simple show. Seven questions, seven songs. Um, are you ready to go? Yeah, let's kick it off. So, um. When did your relationship with St Albans start? I've been thinking about it. I know I came here in my teens to visit a friend's family, but I've got no idea where they were. I know I can't know, remember which station we came to. I think latterly, it probably started in the late 90s. Uh, there was a centre manager's area meeting in the Maltings. Um, where we used, all used to get together from different companies a couple of times a year, just to have a chat and a, and a good lunch. Um, and having driven past St Albans on the M25 for years, I actually had the opportunity to come into St Albans for a meeting and have a good look around and uh, saw it was an attractive city. And then a couple of years later, the job became vacant here. I was working in South London at the time in Putney. Um, so I applied, came here, and I've been here ever since. And I've not been tempted away because it is a fabulous place to, to, to work. And I now live in St Albans as well. Oh, excellent. Excellent. So you've been here sort of mid-90s, did I get that? I came in first in the mid-90s and I started work here in just uh, September 99, yeah. So it's... Uh, um, oh, I spent some time in Scandinavia for a couple of years with the company, but apart from that, I've always been here. You must have seen a few changes over the last sort of few years, especially in retail. 
when you find some plans or lists of old tenants here or out in the high street, yeah, you just you suddenly remember, oh yeah, I remember those. I wonder where they've gone. There's been a lot, a lot of changes. I mean, retailing has become a lot more dynamic in the last 10, 15 years with shorter leases and in some ways good that there are more changes and you get fresher faces in. Um, but obviously at the moment after, after the pandemic, uh, there's a few vacancies. We've got a lot of interest at the moment and we've got some new faces coming in very soon. So we're quite encouraged. Oh, exciting times, exciting times. Um, and uh, kicking off, what's your first song? What have you got for us? First song is somebody I've followed for years, Eric Clapton, and it's I Dreamed of St. Augustine. And that was Eric Clapton, I Dreamed of St. Augustine. Um, a great tune to start with. Uh, thanks for that, Phil. Um, if you can, can you sum up St. Albans in three words? Um, yeah, again, I have a lot of thought on this one. The first word is obvious, historic. Uh, the second word is hyphenated, so there's two words, but it only counts as one. It's community-minded. I think there's a great community spirit within the business world, um, outside the business world. It's, 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 it's a small city. It's a bit like a, a big village in the way it operates. I think it's, you know, it's, all the businesses know each other. They all support each other, so it's, it's really good for that. And thirdly, uh, unkempt, because I think there are areas of... St Albans that could and should look better. Um, if you take so if you take from the new museum down sweep through the cathedral, it's often there's rubbish down there. I mean, when we reopened on August the 12th, there was a pile of boxes out there for three days. Um, there's trees growing out of the gutters. Um, that area should just look. I'm not looking for Disneyland or Legoland. You know, I've never been to either of those, but it just should look a lot better. You know, street furniture should be painted twice a year. Um, you know, we should find a solution for for, for the rubbish. I always say we're a, we're a city with attractions. We're not an attractive city, and I think that that main focal point could be better. Look, I I I don't know who manages the you know, refuge and the streets and stuff. But yeah, you know, little TLC could do wonders, I think, for the city, especially when we're currently trying to attract more people back in. Yeah. Um, I love your second word. I, I, I mentioned that a lot on the show. Um, I don't care if it's hyphenated. Community-minded is brilliant, you know. Um, and we had the brilliant Joe Perry on a couple of weeks ago. And when people talk about community, I think they talk about sort of certain areas certain sort of people but we've got a great business community we've got a, a brilliant retail community oh we have i think yeah. maybe some of those elements don't get talked about enough so yeah um did you find um during lockdown did you find that a lot of retailers sort of came together and helped each other out i mean speaking for the mall we, we started a whatsapp group for the, of all the shop managers during the first lockdown and they were it's it's proven a real boom, you know. A shop might run out of till rolls for some reason. They just put it on the system. And three or four other shops will come in straight away and help out. And there's been other issues where, you know, they need somebody to help out on something. They've run out of packaging. They've run out of other stuff. They don't know where to go for something. So, you know, I think probably 80% of our 57 retail managers are on the system. And there's a lot of communication at times. But, again, you, you know, you know, we, you know, I used to, I used to meet a bunch of people in, in Cafe Nero every morning for coffee. The jewellers from, from George Street, um, 
some other jewellers will be in there, other retailers will be in there. If you just sit and generally chat, I think there's this great spirit amongst, because we, we are a small city, so there's this great spirit amongst the people. No, that's really good. But it's, it's just nice to hear that everyone's kind of, even though people are trying to, you know, sell to the same audience, people are still trying to come together to help each other out, which yeah. I think is a really, really nice thing. Yeah, yeah. really nice. What's your second song? What have you got for us? Second song is by Jack Sabaretti and called Nobody Sept You. And that was Jack Sabatori, Nobody Sept You. Um, lovely, lovely. Um, some interesting song choices uh, tonight, Phil. Thank you for those. You. Um, uh, so, have you got a hero? St Albans hero. Um, I have actually, yeah. It's... <laughs> An ex-mayor, currently serving district councillor and county councillor, uh, Annie Brewster. I think her drive and her passion for this city and the surrounding areas is is amazing. I mean, I didn't know Annie that well when she was mayor, but we got to know her when she was uh, driving the, the museum project. You know, she gave us a tour half halfway through it. We had a good look around it. Um, she asked for a donation towards it, which we considered, and we, we gave quite a bit of money as a donation, £100,000 towards the museum. Um, and we were pleased to do it. It's on our, it's on our doorstep. Um, you know, you, you, you go to the galleries, you look down into the mortings. Um, and we, you know, we want to be part of the community, and we thought it was important to support that, um, that project. Uh, you know, we got to, I got to know Annie through that, and then other things she's been involved in that we've done here. You know, we have a school art competition, which we run for the third year this year. We can get it off the ground this year. We had nearly a thousand entries in the first year. And I just I was having coffee there, and I said, oh, "Do you want to come and be a judge?" So you know, she immediately she came to be a judge. She came for the the, the awards evening, and just got totally immersed and involved in it. And I just you know, her drive for everything, I just think, is so good for this city. Yeah, I um, well, first of all, I think the museum is incredible i think to have that in in our city um is is brilliant i i knew annie through that we were we did some work on that project really early on um with with annie and um look i don't i'm not going to say anything too much about that but because uh, i don't know too much of the ins and outs but what i would say is i'm not sure that museum would be as good as it is without annie brewster um, I, I, think I, mean, she, I know some of the arguments. You know, I know some of the arguments she had, um, and you're right. Yeah, yeah. She she was the driving force, and you know, when everyone walks in there, you know, we we have one person I think to thank. I'm sure there was others. Look, I'm sure there was others involved, and you know, people like you could sell for you know, g completely generous donations, uh, amazing. But yeah, she's a she's a great hero. That's a really nice shout. Um, what's your third song? A third song is a strange mixture. You might think the Chieftains and the Decemberists, um, "When the Ship Comes In." And that was "When the Ship Comes In" by the Chieftains and the Decemberists. Uh, an interesting collaboration there. Um, so, Phil, this is my favourite question. It has been all series. What is your hidden gem? My hidden gem. Well, I listen. I thought all the bars and restaurants I use, but they're not really hidden. Um, my hidden gem is somebody who refers to himself as the colour-blind artist, Ben Askham. 
He's got a studio on the high street, little doorway you go upstairs. Um, I like his work. I bought some pieces and I've commissioned some pieces from him. Um, I first met him because I saw a big painting of Ayrton Senna, the racing driver, and I'm, I'm a Formula One fan. And um, he did me a smaller version of it because the version he had was six foot long. And, you know, we got chatting, and then, again, he got involved. We were judging the art competition. Myself, Liz, who you know, worked with me, my colleague, and Annie. We were judging the art competition. And I thought, well, why don't we ask Ben? He's an artist. He'll know what to look for. And he was great. He said he got, he got involved straight away. He's been involved for two years now. He's got a great little studio and display upstairs. Um, it's above Graphics Plus, but it's a little blue doorway. Um, you know, he's a local, he's a local man. Lives locally, and I, I enjoy his artwork. So I commissioned a couple of pieces from him. Um, he's not overly expensive, um, and he's and I just gave him an idea for uh, another one a while ago, and I bumped into him the other day. So I've had some thoughts on that one. Um, I think it's just a little gem in the middle of St Albans to have an artist. We can, you can just pop in and see. You know, he'll paint your dog, he'll paint your wife, paint your cat, whatever. And he's got some great escapes of, of of London scenes, which I think are great. Yeah, that's a he would be a good choice for the sh- he'll be a good choice for the show if you start again. Yeah, yeah. When I get my second series, I'll uh, I'll get him on. But that's a great shout because he, I know that little doorway. I don't. I'll be honest. I've never been upstairs, Just but I know up. that. And it, it oh, yeah. Now that lockdown's over, I need to go up those stairs. So uh, yeah, definitely. I'll um, I'll add that to my list. Yeah. Well, thank you, Phil. That's a brilliant hidden gem. Something we've never. Come across on this show before, so thank you for that. No, pleasure. Um, song number four, what have you got for us? Song number four, two sisters with different names, Shelby Lynn and Alison Mora, and the song is Not Dark Yet. And that was Shelby Lynn and Alison Mora, Not Dark Yet. Uh, welcome back to my St Albans on Radio Verulam. Uh, my name is Matt, and we're with Phil Corrigan, um, manager of the Martins Shopping Centre. Um, how you doing, Phil? Everything still good? Yeah, all good. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Fantastic. So, if you can start to finish your perfect St Albans day, how would it go? Um, some people probably won't, probably won't believe this, um, but <laughs> ideally a, a nice bike ride. I'm not, I'm not a Tour de France rider. I like, you know, I could do 15, 20 miles comfortably down the Auburn Way, uh, probably up through Oaklands to Sandridge, no man's land around there and back. I mean, I used to live in a small village in, in Buckinghamshire, and the cycling and walking provision is far, far greater in this city than it is in the country. I'm constantly amazed by how, how you can get around this city on, by bike or by foot. Um, probably recover from the bike ride, uh, have a good lunch somewhere, probably somewhere like Dillon's in George Street, one of my favourites, uh, which is, you know, it's, it's I, I, when we can use it, I will use it. Um, Probably have a rest at some stage. Ideally, there'd be a Formula One Grand Prix on I can watch in the afternoon. Wander back into town in the... I'm assuming this is a Sunday. <laughs> Wander back into town in the evening, see a band at the boot. Um, hopefully, Blue Fingers with Seb Wesson on guitar. He's a great guitarist, plays like Peter Green in my eyes. Um, and the boot, start, boot used to start their music early, about 7.30 till 9.00. Then wander hard. I live down on London Road now. Then wander home past a father's boy, pop in and see a band because they start theirs later at nine o'clock. Probably someone like the Zimmerman, the Dylan Cover Band. Um, and then wander home for a good night's sleep. Wow, that sounds like 
my perfect day. So, um, first of all, I, I'm a keen cyclist, like your good self. I'm also an F1 fan. And uh, Dylan's and The Boot are two of my favourite establishments. So, um, that sounds like the ideal Sunday. Um, I... Yeah, Dylan's is a great establishment. I think Sean and his team have done a brilliant job there. Yeah. Um, also, The Boot, um, on a Sunday, their music, I don't know whether you know it will ever return. I mean, fingers crossed it will. It will turn to how it used to be. But Sunday at The Boot was like a kind of, it was almost like a hidden gem in itself. Not many yeah. people knew about it, but if you did know about it, it was amazing, and I've had some great Sunday evenings listening to music at the boot. I've, I've, I've still got up on my office wall their their calendar for last year, which I occasionally look at and think, "Oh dear, I wish we could have gone to those." So, you know, it's so small, but they can get a seven-piece band in there, and it still works. Yeah, yeah, they have they have to sit on top of each other, but yeah, it's um, oh, look, oh, look, hopefully. Um, that will return and we can enjoy some music, live music on a Sunday at the boot. Um, that's a great day. That's a great day. Um, so song number five, what have, what have you got? Song number five is by Greg Orman, who was with the Orman Brothers Band, 70s band. Um, it's so, the song's called Going, Going, Gone. And I think I'm going to play the first three verses at my funeral. Or no, I'll have played the first three verses at my funeral because I can't play it. It's a, it's a lovely song now. It's a great song. Going, going, gone. And that was Going, Going, Gone by Greg Orman. Um, hopefully you'll listen to that song a few more times before that final play. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> um, so, Mayor for the Day, um, I'm going to give you the gig. You, you get all the trimmings, everything, you know, keys to the city. What, what are you going to do? Do I have absolute power? <laughs> Today, you have absolute power. You well, can do anything you want. <laughs> I won't go too far. Um, I think, I know it was done for reasons and there's arguments for and there are arguments against, but I think the current closure of the high street is just pushing the traffic problem to the edge of town. Um, I can appreciate George Street. I can appreciate the marketplace. It was all brought in for social distancing, of which there was none. And I just think, you know, if you go to King Harry Lane now, it's a constant traffic jam. If I want to drive to, I might have to pick up a friend, take her for lunch soon. She lives off Dagnall Road. I've got to drive around the city rather than drive 400 yards. Um, I just think it's just pushing the problem elsewhere. And you do wonder whether people who've, which I presume is Harts County Council, whether people who've introduced it have actually ever been down and seen it. If you want to turn right at the Peahen coming up London Road now, you, you might as well take some sandwiches and a newspaper. So you take so many light changes to get through there. So I'd like to abolish that for the day. And Abel's that litter the town. I think if they got a, if they got an offer on, they're probably acceptable. If you're just a duplication of the shop fascia, which is two feet away, I can see no point in having the A-frame there. They just get all over the place. And my and my bet no, I don't I don't like them at all. And I'll probably tidy up marketplace. <laughs> So, a uh, couple of things. A boards. I I don't know what the rules are. I I don't know. I think sometimes an A board that is directing people down to a shop that you can't see. I think is a kind of is a signposting element. But yeah, yeah look, A boards outside of a shop. You know, I guess it's just trying to catch the eye. 
Look, in terms of the high street being closed, I know there's a lot of controversy on this over over social, and I I'm not gonna. I'm not going to comment on that. What I will say is this time last year where there was no traffic and we could walk and we could cycle and we could get about the city freely was a, you know, was a very positive thing. The less traffic, the less pollution, the less people sort of spending time in their cars, which could only be seen by everyone as a positive thing. And maybe the reasons to close out but well, I think, sorry, sorry, Matt. I think the problem is they're still in their cars, but they're just on the other end of town. Yeah, yeah. And maybe the the solution that we had wasn't addressed in the way that it potentially should have been. I don't know. Yeah. Look, that's a comment for someone else to decide. And I don't, I don't know whether after we fully come out of this, you know, um, uh, roadmap back into normality at, in, during the summer, whether the road will stay open but one thing i would say phil and one comment i am happy to say is that i think sometimes um you should always ask the people that it affects rather than just making a decision and i think that's across the board with everything that you know if someone is making a decision and they have no you know relationship with the city or they're not aware of what the consequences are maybe actually you should ask the business owners or the people that live in and around the city or the people that have to get their kids to school or the people that have to, you know, are delivery people, you know, they're maybe the people you should ask first. I, That's what I would say. I, I, I agree totally, but you have, you have to be wary of what you're told. Uh, a number of years ago, I know there was a, there was a survey with, within, Harts County Council did the survey and 85% of people they claimed were in favour of what they were proposing. They then let slip to me that only 13 people had responded. So the whole action was based on the response of 13 right. people. So I agree, you, you should ask the people yeah. involved and the people yeah. affected. But, you know, you have to be wary of the information you're given. But, you know, like, you're mayor for the day and, you know, you have every right to make those changes. So, uh, so yeah. Um, next song, a bit of Jimi Hendrix, I believe. Yeah, I, I just want to know if you just come across on... It's on Spotify one day, it just, it just sort of tipped up, so it's called Tears of Rage. And that was Tears of Rage by Jimi Hendrix. So this is my St Albans on Radio Verulam. Uh, we're with Phil Corrigan of Morton's Shopping Centre. Um, so, Phil, what are your plans for the future? What have you got going on? Um, hopefully stay employed. I don't. I enjoy. I say I moved into St Albans three and a half years ago. I'm. I'm enjoying living here. I'm enjoying working. Um, just carrying on as long as I can. It's. Uh, you know. It's a great. You know. I've not been tempted away from the city. I've had a couple of job offers, and you think Reading? Not really. Um, you know. So it's. Uh, yeah. It's. Carry on here. Perhaps when I retire, carry on living here. Who knows? Um, it's just a great little city to work in. And and anything anything exciting you can talk to us about the Mortins that may be coming up this year or uh, we've currently got well we're looking it's been difficult it has been a difficult period for everybody in retail but I think St Albans was felt to be quite a strong town to bounce back and it's bouncing back quite well I mean we we lost a number of retailers um, we've got a new one already coming called the Gent Store where Tim Lewin used to be. Um, we've got another shop in the old top shop, which is in 
last stage of legals, they're fitting out next week. Can't say the name yet, because unfortunately it's not a completed deal. Uh, we got offers, we got a good, very good offer from National Retailer on the Old River Island unit. So they should be open by early September, we hope. That's, that's going to be an eight to ten week shop trip. That's quite a big job. And we got offers on the old Jessup's unit at the moment. And the empty restaurant that's always been a problem at the far end near Victoria Street. Uh, we've got somebody very interested in that. So it's quite encouraging. And our agents say, are talking to other retailers. There's, there's a lot of demand um, for some organs from, from, from new retailers, some new faces. And we, own, we own properties on Checker Street as well. We go from Fat Face up to and including Connells. That's all of ours as well, apart, apart from Megan's, because we sold that. So um, the old Mexican restaurant, hopefully, subject to planning, will soon become a pub. And the old subway unit has been let as well. So in a few weeks' time, we're going to look completely different with a lot of fresh names in. So it's very encouraging. That sounds really positive. Um, great. Um, great outlook there for the summer and some yeah new new uh, retail and food and drink experiences. Uh, brilliant. Really and I, I hear there's, um, there's some more names coming well, sure. to Marketplace as well and, and St. Peter Street. Mint Velvet is fitting out at the moment, which is a good brand. So, yeah, so it's, it's an encouraging, encouraging time. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Um, what's your final song? What have you got for us? Final song? It's another strange combination. Lady Smith, Lady Smith Black Mambazo and Dolly Parton. And the song is Knocking on Heaven's Door. And that was Knocking on Heaven's Door. And you can't fault a little bit of Dolly Parton to end the evening on. Um, this has been My St Albans. Um, Phil, thank you so much uh, for joining us tonight. Thank you for being so sort of honest as well and uh, sharing your views. I um, I believe you you might have a little competition for our, our listeners. Thank you, Matt. I just, yeah, like I say, I really enjoyed the show. It's been good fun. If we if we have anybody left listening, yes, I'll um, I'll give you the example of the competition. <laughs> we just thought it'd be a good idea to try and link things together. Um, as you might, they might, you may have heard on the radio, Verulam. I think the competition has been trailed a few times and the songs I've played today um, are all connected in some way. So you just need to tell us the link between the songs and the lucky winner could win £250 to spend in the mortings. Um, to enter, I think you go just, you just go to radioverulam.com forward slash sonlink and you can fill in the details there and the winner will be picked from that. Wow, brilliant. And what a great prize. So listeners... Um, all the songs you've heard tonight, there is a link running through them. Um, go onto the website, um, fill in your details, and you could potentially win £250 to spend at the Mortons. What a great way to uh, enjoy the summer. Brilliant. Thanks, Phil. Um, that's a, what a lovely way to end the show. We've yeah. never had a competition before. Oh, pleasure. So once again, thanks um, to our guest tonight. Um, also for our listeners, we are. This is our, our our last show in the series. We are going to take a slight break um, uh, in the uh, in the mice and organs world, um, and we hope to return in the summer. Um, thank you so much to all of our guests, um, Phil, and everyone that's been on um, this series. We, this is show number twenty five. I had no expectations we'd ever get to 25 i honestly thought i would do one and get kicked off air um thank you so much to everyone that listens at home um 
on their radios and stuff people that download the podcast as well so yeah thank you very much um I, it's been I, i'm so grateful so appreciative of, of uh being given the opportunity um ladies and gentlemen this has been my and Albans. my name is matt thank you very much my st Albans was presented by matthew big production editing was by troy williams you can find more local people talking about their lives and the local area in the podcast series. Just subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. If you'd like to support our free podcasts, head to radioverulam.com slash donate. Thank you.